Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. Today, we have David Rice of Ignite DDS on our show today. This is going to be a really exciting conversation. David has a very unique background and has pivoted to what I think is a really cool way to serve the dental community. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Ross. Great to be here. So, David, tell everyone your story because it's a really unique story that, quite frankly, I don't think most people would have the guts to do. <laughs> sure. You know, typical dentist path, came out of school, did a residency, uh, started off as an associate, bought a practice, uh, eventually bought some more things, did a startup. But that was my typical dental path. Teacher at heart, part time. So I, I taught at Buffalo's Dental School a day a week for 11 years. And then, you know, one day life shifted. And um, my platform for teaching became this community called Ignite DDS. So we started local in Buffalo, 100-ish people, and we're a little over 51,000 uh, dentists and dental students and some awesome team members in our community today. And It's a blast. We educate, we mentor, we have great tracks for people to essentially get them from where they are to where they want to be as quickly as possible so they don't make all the dumb mistakes that I made. Well, it's always, I, I would always rather learn from someone else's mistakes than make my own, although sometimes I tend to learn best from making my own. <laughs> but talk about your transition out of Buffalo and how you did that, because I thought that was really unique. And I, I think that a lot of people would benefit from hearing that because a lot of people probably haven't thought, hey, I could do that too. Sure. So the first thing that I'll, I'll throw an umbrella on this with, um, it takes longer than you think it's going to take. So you have to have a strong plan. Mine was eight years in duration. I knew I wanted to get out of clinical dentistry on a full-time basis and, and bring this education component. So uh, I sat down with my partner. I sat down with my team. We shared a vision. This is going to happen over the course of time when we find the perfect young dentist to bring in who fits our culture, who fits the level of, of care we like to deliver. We're going to flip a switch. So we brought Laura in. She, I, I still remember the day she sent her CV and I looked at my partner, Mark. I'm like, we're not quite ready for Laura, but we're going to get ready because she's it. And we brought her in. We built a structure to plan for her as an associate with a really quick turnover to ownership. So long as she loved it and we loved her as much as we thought. And then just life and timing, seven months pre-COVID, that's when it all hashed itself out. I live part-time in Florida I live full-time in Florida today, but at the time I was part-time in, in St. Pete, Florida, part-time in Amherst, New York, which is essentially Buffalo. And I commuted until the transition was really completed. And then obviously COVID hits, life changes. They were doing really well in upstate New York. I was happy to get stuck in St. Pete, Florida with my wife, Anastasia. And now I go back every other month. I do a week of clinical and, and everything is uh, very fortunately really great. So when you were kind of back and forth, you would fly up on a Sunday, fly back on a Wednesday or Thursday, typically? 
Yeah. So picture, you know, I was already kind of speaking in different parts of the country. So I looked at it as, hey, if I'm if I'm flying 35 times a year, what's the difference if I fly 42? So I would Sunday, I would leave uh, out of Tampa's airport, get to Buffalo, work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I would either fly back home to Florida or I would fly on to speak somewhere on a Thursday, a Friday, occasionally a Saturday. And then, you know, some weeks I would get home to Tampa. I was speaking as well. And some weeks I would immediately go from that, um, that speaking gig back to Amherst, New York. So you would do this every week? You know, 44 weeks a year, I would say, and unplug the rest of the year. And that was my commitment to family time. So, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of challenging if you don't like to travel, you know, but, but, but it actually is a plan that works to get you without just a clean break. You can, and moving to Florida, you did it over a period of time and it worked really well. Now, was it tough on your family? Do you have kids? So great point. I don't have kids. We've got a, a four-legged fur baby, Husky. So that made it easier for me. Yeah, he's great. So, and and my wife, Anastasia, came from a speaking background. So she understood the road. So for us, it was perfect. And and I loved the travel. I loved the, I loved the puzzle. I loved learning where I need to fly through, when and how to be super efficient with that, just like I liked building a practice. So it was a, it was fun for me. So let's talk like, what was your motivation? So you were work, you were teaching at the University of Buffalo Dental School. You had a transition out of there. Um, and you said, golly, I really love teaching. I miss it. I want to do it on my terms. Is that kind of how it worked out? A hundred percent. And, um, you know, it started one day. I, I went back. I guest spoke at Buffalo School. And, you know, you anyone who's taught knows, you know, at the end of, of a, even a reasonable class that you give, you get a couple students that come to the front and they say, hey, tell me more about. So we we did a lunch as a tell me more about. And then we did a dinner. And over the course of six months, we grew from a few students to a few hundred students in Young Docs. And we met every single month. And and once we we did a quote semester of that, I really just looked around and said, hey, you guys must have friends at other schools and other residencies and other states. Who do you know? And, you know, we kind of blew up quickly once we just put our heads together on who knew who and who might benefit from what we were doing in, in Buffalo. And so it started small in the in the Buffalo region. They started you, you reached out to you know, your free, your students in Buffalo had friends in different cities all across the country. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, I might be onto something. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, think, OK, I think I need to create a platform for this. Exactly. And I'll tell you, like, rewind like a half a second is once I thought that we, I had a real concept, I developed it and I hopped on a plane and I spent the day with one of my mentors in Fort Worth, Texas and said, hey, um, am I crazy? Or is there something here? And very fortunately, he very objectively broke down the strengths, the weaknesses, what was going to get in my way because he had built um, communities in the past. And then um, once I had a plan... It was just about um, executing the plan, putting in the work, building a team of people who knew, uh, who had skill sets that I, quite frankly, um, didn't have at the time. And and in some of those occasions still don't have and, you know, don't necessarily want to have. And so talk about what Ignite DDS does now, because you've got different functions. It's, you know, different things um, for different people and where they're at in their practice. Sure. I'll say in its simplest form. 
we help young dentists build the practice and life of their dreams. There's too many people out in dentistry today, and it's not just dentistry, but it's what we know, who are telling um, young people what they cannot do, telling them where they must um, go, how they have to do it. And the reality is it's all very self-serving. So um, we want to give objective pathways to success and let students and young dentists, you know, sit back and say, hey, you know what, that's the path for me. And then at that point, let's be honest, it's just a recipe. So we deliver the recipe and we help them with the clinical skills, the business skills and the leadership skills to to make it a reality. And I guess the cool thing is there's, you know, a ridiculous amount of consultants out there, but you've actually been in the trenches. So you've actually done this. And so yeah. you might know what you're talking about versus someone who's just talking theoretical. Yeah, I love that you said that. Um, yes, you know, I think dentist to dentist, we have a lot in common. We, we've walked our talk. We acquired three practices. We've done a startup. We've scaled them all to very profitable um, numbers with shrunken time commitments. So they all have great balance for the dent dentists and the teams who are in those practices today. And to me, there's value there. It's um, there are too many armchair experts who read a book or go train underneath somebody and feel like they can take your situation and, and fit it into, you know, a stock lane. And it's, it's, that's just not reality, which is why most people I think are unhappy with most consultants today. That um, kind of gets, I have a little bit of a rant about that. And then that Western culture is read a book. You're an expert. Yeah. Uh, Eastern culture is no, you're an expert when you do it. Yeah. And uh, that, yeah. that's where they have it right. And Western culture does not have it right. And, and that's not just dentistry. That's, that's all areas of life, you know, cue most media. <laughs> <laughs> no. I totally agree. So you have to read the books too, right? And right. Now I, will, I will tell you this. I didn't consider myself, you know, 10 years, 15 years in like, oh, I'm an expert. Because there's a danger in that too. When I see a dentist who has one unique experience, and they built, let's just say, if I would have taken my own, my first practice, one unique fee-for-service practice, and I went out and told the whole world, here's how you get $3 million in three years, that would have been a disservice to every dentist I came in contact with because that was a very, that was a, a moment in time with a tremendous team of people and skills and in the, in the perfect location and the perfect plan. You have to work with people who have the experience who've read the books and know how to replicate process and have done it different ways. Cause you know, Tampa, Florida is different than Buffalo, New York is different than LA and Manhattan. And, uh, yeah. Dallas, and you, just have, you just have to always be learning. And if you feel like you've yeah. arrived, you're, you're already done. I mean, great point. It's, it's over. You've lost. Great point. <laughs> yep. So, so, all right. So talk about like who should be a, a part of Ignite DDS, who is the target member at Ignite DDS? Yeah, we work primarily with dental students up through 15 years out. And yes, we have outliers. People have been doing this 20 years, 25 years. And yes, we meet people before they go to dental school. But if you're in dental school or you've graduated in your first 10 to 15 years out, we can help. Um, we help thousands of you. We are you. And um, I would highly encourage you to take a peek 
before you start dropping 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand with anybody. You don't need to do those things. And there are certainly foundational principles that I would master if I were you before I go make big investments. Because some consultants out there, some coaches, my mentor had been one of them for many years, are amazing. But if you dot your I's and cross your T's before you bring that person in, then you're not spending money on low-hanging fruit, simple things that you can you know, just learn on your own. So what is the, what are some of the uh, ways that a person can be involved on Ignite DDS? Like, what, what are the options? Yeah, you know, option one, if you like to tiptoe, just come hang out with us on social media. I will tell you, we're far more on Instagram than we are on Facebook. You know, we've had that conversation about the well, dangers no, 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 of no, 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 let's have that conversation. Let's, let's tell okay. people. So there are obviously a lot of dental Facebook groups on Facebook. And, yeah. you know, you and I said that, you know, social media has its place. I said for every one positive thing about social media, there's probably 10 negative attributes of social media. Most people wouldn't, wouldn't argue, you know, I have a Facebook account that I have not been on in years. I don't have a Twitter account. I don't have an Instagram account and I have LinkedIn. I see more, most value in LinkedIn. That's my personal preference, my opinion, but you had made a comment about dental Facebook groups and what kind of t- tell us your take, give us your take on that. Yeah. And like most things in life, there's a top and I'm going to break Pareto's principle, the whole 80, 20 rule. It's 90, 10, 10% are amazing. 90% are not. What I see happening is in a lot of the bigger groups, a few things happen. They're really negative yet they frame every story as positive. They frame the world as negative, but they're the positive beacon of light. But if you really watch what they're doing and you see people sharing the same message of dental school's awful, organized dentistry's awful, um, insurance companies are awful because they treated you know dentists of 20, 30, 40 years one way and you're a newbie and you're getting punished, um, so they're awful. And they play on your pain and they play on your fear. And I'm a fan of education and and, and giving risks and benefits, but I'm really not a fan of people hammering home your fears until they've broken you to rebuild you the way they'd like you rebuild. So you have to come in really strong minded and take the goodness from Facebook groups and filter out all the garbage that you're going to see. As we said before, doom and gloom sells. And the reality is, I'm sure there are challenges in dentistry, just like there are challenges in every industry, but it's like, okay, you know, make the best of it because there's plenty of people who are doing really, really, really well. And if you hate it so much, quit and go do something else. A hundred percent. And, and, you know, and, and even when we get to, um, you know, there's a, a buzz topic today of, of mental wellness, which I love that we're talking about it. Don't for a second think, that people don't have mental wellness issues in every profession. The same things that happen in dentistry happen in every single field. The grass is not greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. So learn to water your lawn and a lot of that stuff's going to get better for you. Absolutely. So, so you guys are big on Instagram. You're not really big on Facebook. So you're big on Instagram. So that's, if, if I want to come learn about Ignite DDS, I can follow you on Instagram. You're going to put a lot of gut content out there. Um, what's the next level? Yeah. Next level is if you look at that, you say, hey, wow, there's some great stuff here. Go to IgniteDDS.com. It is free for you to be a registered member of our community. There's deeper content there. 
And if you go to both of those places and think, wow, there's a lot of great stuff here, and you're in that wheelhouse of student to first 15 years out, I would highly recommend two things to you. One, you get involved in one of our mastermind sessions. You can pick the business side, you can pick the clinical side, but pick one that you feel like you'd like to improve on right now and start there. We're going to gift you all the virtual CE. Let me me stop you right there. So for people listening, if you've ever heard the term mastermind, (laughs) yeah. You're going to get blown away what I'm going to say. If you've never heard the term mastermind, Ignite DDS's mastermind is completely different than anything you're ever going to see. So mastermind is typically where you pay a lot of money to be in a group where they challenge your thinking, you hear great ideas, you learn stuff. And many times there's a lot of value in a mastermind. Some of them are junk, just like all of them. But I've seen masterminds you know, charge at the low end, $12,000 a year to over six figures a year. Now, some people are listening to this and they're like, their jaws on the floor. But so that's what I'm, when I, when I hear mastermind, that's what I think. And typically it's in the 30 to $50,000 range from what, what I've seen. But David, when you talk about masterminds, that's not what you're talking about. Talk about the, you're like the investment for your mastermind. Yeah. And to your point, just to let everybody know the, the realness of that, I'm paying 50 grand right now to be in a mastermind. Um, so yeah, the, the most of the world is doing that. What we do, listen, I know where you are because I've been where you are. So our mastermind is under 300 bucks. It's six That's to eight weeks. Free. Everyone crazy. listening, $300 <laughs> a year for a mastermind is free. Yeah, it's nutty. But our core mission was to help young docs get to a better place as fast as possible and not let money be an obstacle to that. So we committed to that a decade ago and we're still committed to it today. That's fantastic. So so you have the three core pillars. So talk a little about that and what you teach people there. Sure. So listen, it, when, I, when I was a young dentist, all I had to be was a good dentist. Not true anymore. So we have a clinical pillar. You still have to be good at that. Um, we have a, because you would argue that dental school doesn't teach clinical like they used to. Is that correct? Yeah. And you know, it's not because they're bad. It's because of the society we live in, right? Patients don't go to dental schools like they used to. Technology is uh, rapidly changing. So you're going to learn maybe 70% of what you need to learn fast. Um, so clinical pillar, get involved. If I'm you and I'm brand new, I start there because it is your fastest path to generating revenue and, you know, walking your talk. From there, business pillar. You you need to learn how to run a business. You're the CEO of this small company or medium-sized company that you're going to be a part of. And then ultimately, leadership pillar. If you want sustainable success, you have to learn to lead. But it's really difficult to learn all three at one time, which is why I think it gets confusing for young docs and people just don't do anything. So start with clinical, move to business, learn to be a leader. That's a really great recipe. It's it's I've learned this the hard way. You really have to focus on one thing at a time. It's you do. It, I mean, uh, you know, you know, multitasking, and I'm not talking about like writing a paper and checking Twitter or something at the same time, but multitasking, focusing on three things is not possible. But I think it's really critical. We talked about this before, is there's a lot of dentists, young dentists, whether they're in dental school or they're or they're an associate somewhere. I, I feel like they don't understand that owning your own practice is a lottery ticket. The way to create wealth in the United States of America is to own a business. 
Um, there's a tremendous tax strategies from owning a business versus being an associate. And if you build it the right way, it's incredible. And, you know, a quick little sidebar, Dave and I were talking offline is, you know, obviously if you're a new dentist, you want to go to a major metropolitan area, Atlanta, uh, LA, Miami, you know, Orlando, Tampa, whatever. But the real money is in the rural areas um, because Dave and I both know people who do beyond most people's comprehension well owning a practice in a rural area. Now, you may not want to live there, but there are always solutions on how to do that. And, you know, Dave and his team have some ideas on how to do that. And that's another reason to connect on that. But I think learning these three pillars can help you grow a business and create the wealth that you're, you want to be in. Because quite frankly, in my opinion, you wouldn't have gone to an extra four years of school and racked up two to $400,000 in debt just to get a job that you can make the same amount of money at if you had just graduated college and worked your way up. I mean, would you agree, David? No, entirely. You've worked so hard to get here. And um, there are too many people that are in such a hurry to get out. I love your lottery ticket analogy. It is true. It's the ultimate fund, right? It's going to pay you an, an amazing living today. And then one day you're going to have this business that you can either parcel out and sell pieces of it and still take revenue, or you can sell it all. But man, don't be in a hurry to do that. Build build strong systems, build a strong team, build this machine and um, take great care of your patients and love life in the process. We were talking offline. How many dentists do you know who work two, three days a week and they're still doing great? Like who would want to leave that? Exactly. And and it's not going to be easy. It's going to take work and you're going to need people because yep. you you're not going to have all the skills to do it. But if you're willing to work and you're willing to put in the time and you're willing to play the long game, uh, which is the opposite <laughs> of culture today, you know, um, this isn't going to be a 90 day turnaround. This isn't going to be a 90 day YouTube video. I'll show you how to make a gajillion dollars type of thing. Um, this is slow and steady wins the race. And you'll do really, really well. Totally agree. Stop looking at everyone to the left and the right of you and seeing like that snapshot in time of their perfect little world and realize that that's not so. Don't, I'll use myself an example. I see people all the time. They're like, oh, you've got this, you know, great wife and this great place and this everything. I'm like, you know what? Yes, I have a great wife, Anastasia. But beyond that, like we all have the same problems. But when you work at life and you have great plans, you have a vision for it and you have systems behind it, you can have a pretty darn good life. Like you said, it's just not a sprint. It's a marathon. Absolutely. So what have I not asked you today that um, I should have asked you? Or what, is there anything on your mind you want to make sure you people hear our audience hears? Oh, man. I think it, if I was going to sum it up, um, that old adage of you become the five people you spend the most time with is so entirely true. And I had to learn as a young dentist that there were people in my five Maybe they were great family members or they were great friends or I thought they were going to be great mentors that I had to unplug. So take stock of the people you spend the most amount of time with. It doesn't mean they're bad people. They just might be bad for you in your um, path to get where you want to go in life. And you can be nice to them. You can talk to them. They just can't be part of your every day. So pay attention to your friends with, pay attention to the family members you spend time with. And really, really, really pay attention to the people you're listening to professionally, because the right ones will jettison you to great places. And the wrong ones will hold you back and milk you for dollars every day. 
until you retire. So if people want to get in touch with you, I assume that they go to ignitedds.com? Yeah, they can go to ignitedds.com. I'll give you my email. It's my name. It's david.rice at ignitedds.com. Or like I said, you want to hop on Instagram and just direct message me, whatever's easiest for you. Just take a step. You what's know, your, get in motion. Instagram handle? At IgniteDDS. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. David, this has been a, a very... Uh, it's a great conversation, a lot, a lot of good content here, and I hope I hope people take advantage of it. I really appreciate your time today. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guests, speakers, and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Pass Guardian or North Florida Financial, and opinions stated are their own. External sites and materials are provided for your convenience in locating related information and services. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees expressly disclaim any responsibility for, do not maintain, control, recommend, or endorse third-party sites, organization, products, or services that make no representation as the completeness, suitability, or quality thereof. Ross is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311. 8505629075 Security products and advisory services offered through PASS member FINRA SIPC financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America Guardian New York New York PASS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian North Florida Financial's non affiliate or subsidiary PASS or Guardian Arkansas insurance license number 16139032 California insurance license number 0L100732023-150777 expires 2/25 this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.